You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thanks for joining us for the Jock to Jock podcast, sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall from the Rock 108 Morning Show. I'll get the punter's perspective on Iowa football from Tory Taylor. Right after this. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Oh, I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Welcome to the show. On our last episode, I asked Tori about Cooper DeGene's late punt return against Minnesota and the drama that unfolded afterward. Yeah, the offense just started walking back and I was kind of like, what's going on? He was in bounds by a mile. Everyone can, can see it. It's one of those things, you know, at the end of the day, um, did we really probably play the way we wanted to play and deserve to win? Probably not but it's still one of those games. Sometimes you don't play well and you can still win. And I think one of the more frustrating things was that it probably um, stopped or prevented one of the greatest plays in college football history, you know, at that stage of the game. Um, to be able to do what he did and get past every single player that was there. And it wasn't as if it was in the middle of the field. It was literally like seven or eight guys on the sideline tackling him. And he managed to um, squirt through, through them all and score a touchdown and the jock to jock podcast football edition because in the month of november what's exciting is that not only do we have our guest on this particular show but you can also listen for the jock to jock podcast featuring patrick mccaffrey from the iowa basketball team but joining me right now providing a punter's perspective on the iowa football team tory taylor welcome back what's going on brian thank you can you believe this is episode 10 already yeah i know it's crazy it goes by pretty quickly the season has been flying past just so quickly, and I know this. Yeah, this is your cold is done. This is your senior season. Yeah. What are some things that you're kind of prepping yourself for as you wrap up your academic life at University of Iowa? Oh well, I won't graduate until May. Um, I've still got one more class to do, which I'll be doing. But um, try not to look too far ahead at the moment. Really, just trying to close out the season. But yeah, it's going to be a little strange. It is kind of, you know, hit me pretty hard the last couple of weeks. Like, man, I'm I'm done. Like, I'm never going to put on the Iowa jersey again in, oh, well, I mean, we'll have the bowl game. But, you know, in three weeks' time, I'll be done. Like, the regular season's over. Hopefully, we'll have one more. But, yeah, the regular season will be over in, yeah, just uh, over two and a half weeks now. So, it goes by pretty quickly for sure. Are you excited to take that next step and and live in the states for a little bit longer? Are you going to return back home? What do you What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I guess if I'm in America, it's um, probably a good thing. You know, I want to be playing football for as long as I can. And whenever football finishes, um, kind of post career, it really depends. You know, um, when I first left Australia, I had it like my little brother was like pretty young, and I always felt. I guess a little bit, not guilt, but 
it was kind of upset me that I was going to miss a lot of his childhood and things like that. But, you know, he's kind of grown up now. Everyone's off kind of doing their thing. And whenever it's interesting, whenever I go back home, nothing changes. So that's always going to be there. Probably like a long-term thing, like where do I want to be in, in 20 years' time? Probably back home in Australia. You know, if I decide that I want to have kids and things like that, I'll kind of want them to have the same upbringing as me. And, you know, I always said that if I found the love of my life and she wanted to stay in America, um, I'd, I would consider it. But, you know, that, that's yet to happen. <laughs> um, but at the same time, they would also have to be willing to make the transition across to Australia. But I'll kind of cross that bridge when I get to it. But long, long term, you know, like 20, 30 years down the track, I'll, I'll hope to be back in Australia. But for the meantime, I, I love being in the US. And, yeah, it's one of those things that being an Isle football player, you kind of – you're at the one place where everything is basically given to you and it's just what you do with it. Whereas that next step, it's going to be – yeah, it's going to be a little bit bizarre because it's going to be all on me and, and what I want to do. Do you know what you want to do outside of athletics at this moment as far as uh, professionally? Well, not not really, to be honest. You know, I used to work in construction back home and um, one of my good friends over here is he runs like a um, consulting business and they do a bit of construction and things like that. So maybe that's something I'll go down. And um, Otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm not really too sure kind of just try and take it one day at a time you know it's probably wrong of me to say this but I've kind of put all my eggs in the one basket for football just because I want to give that everything I can and um you know I've always thought people say oh you've got to have a backup plan but you know to me that's kind of just an excuse um whereas yeah I've kind of put all my energy to go towards football and if that doesn't work out then I'll worry about what's next is that an American thing or was that something that you'd hear in Australia too? No, that's someone I think oh, Coach Ferns mentioned it one time. I reckon it was, yeah, he was kind of just alerting this to the fact that a lot of people, they don't give their energy towards one thing. And then it's like, oh, well, I've got a backup plan. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's not, they're not really willing to give it, give their all for the one thing that they really want. And the one thing that I really want is to, is to play football. You know, I love punting. I love being a part of a team. So, yeah, we'll kind of just wait and see what happens. How was the trip to Wrigley Field? It was good fun. You know, it was certainly an interesting game from a team perspective and, and personally as well. Yeah, I mean, the whole novelty of playing in Wrigley Field wasn't really that special to me. Uh, I like baseball, but, um, you know, I didn't grow up a Cubs fan or anything like that. Like some of the boys, they must have thought it was the best thing ever. Obviously, it was a good win. Um, from a personal point of view, it didn't really perform the way I wanted to. Um, in fact, it's probably one of the worst games I've had. But, you know, you kind of just dig deep and, and move on. Do you attribute the performance in the game personally to the conditions, to the field itself? Just, yeah, I, I think it was more so I just had an off day, you know. It was one of those things where I was hitting, like, decent balls in the warm-up and then, yeah, kind of got to the game and, yeah, just didn't execute the balls that I wanted to hit, but... Yeah, the, the one good thing that I kind of took away from the game and I was saying it to Coach Woods today at practice, I was happy that I just kind of went back out there and continued to just try and hit balls that I wanted to hit. And Whereas in the past, I'd probably give you a little bit more detail. I kind of went out there and wanted to hit as many spirals as I could, right? Whereas in the past, I probably would have just reverted back to hitting end-over-end punts because it's easier. But I was just like, you know what? Like, I know I'm not having a day, but this is a good learning opportunity. I'm just going to keep going out there and 
doing everything I can. Like I really want to be able to execute a good spiral. And I didn't, unfortunately I didn't um, put the team in some, I guess, poor situations. But at the end of the day is I kind of just took away, you know, it was one of the, it was just a bad game. There's, there's nothing else to it. And you have those. And yeah, like I said, you kind of just move on. There was a stat that wasn't really associated necessarily with the on the field play, but across the street from Murphy's bleachers outside of Wrigley that they sold out a beer. Yeah, I saw that. I um, It was sent to me, and I uh, yeah, I sent that off to um, one of my good friends from Chicago, and I said, you guys are a bit soft out there. <laughs> what is it about the traveling Iowa faithful that can uh, drain them of ale at their local establishment? Well, I think the one thing that I've noticed since I've been here, that there's not much to do in Iowa, so what else are they going to do? They may as well drink. I think that's really the one thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't even mean that in a disrespectful no. way. It's, it's true. Yeah. One of your uh, social circles on the field is Drew and Luke. Um, obviously, yeah. you guys work together for field goals and such like that. Do you guys hang out or exist together as a unit off the field? Not necessarily. Like, we don't, like, go out together. Like, we're all really close and, um, you know, like, we might go get a meal or something like that every now and then together. But I'm also close with a lot of older guys. You know, like, Nick Jackson is probably one of my best friends on the team. So, um you know, it was Halloween weekend a couple of weekends ago, so we, we run amok that weekend together. Um, so that was good fun. But, yeah, I kind of just like to um, hang out with a few of the older guys. I've always been close with Nick since he got here. I enjoy going out with, with Big Deacon and Big Aiden Large. Yeah, so we're all um, close-knit group of guys. We're, we got a really close room in general, like the, all six of us. You know, we all get along really well. And this is probably the me- been the most enjoyable year I've had since being here just because of those guys in the room, um, to be honest. And, you know, the first year I was here, I was with guys like Shudak and Keith, but I was kind of still just finding my feet a little bit. But, yeah, this year I really enjoyed it. We've got six guys that really care about one another and just really want to win just as much as one another. And, you know, me, Luke, and Drew, we're the ones that get all the credit. But, you know, Buddy, Ty, and Marshall, they um, deserve it just as much because – I think when you're in a group with a group of guys, like I said, there's six of us and you can just be who you are. I really think that goes a long way. And yeah, Coach Woods is, really emphasizes that. And I'm really grateful um, for him for letting me be who I am. And he kind of just said that to me after the game on Saturday. He just said, look, you know, it wasn't wasn't your day today, but take this as a learning opportunity and moving forward, all you got to be is um, Tory Taylor and, and that's all that matters. Don't try and be someone you're not. So yeah, he's really helped me a lot. Um, this year, Coach Woods. Speaking of somebody who had to be somebody that they weren't, did you read the story or hear the story about the running back from the Houston Texans who was called in? I did, yeah. It's quite impressive. T- tell me, as somebody who is a specialist, and you're finding out that someone from a, a different position is called up in an emergency situation to kick a field goal because their kicker had a quad injury, I believe, in the first quarter, so they had no kicker from the game. Usually the punter will go back and kick. Like, I'm just trying to think, for example, for us, I'm trying to think if Drew and Marshall both went down, I'm like, I would probably be the one that's kicking. And then, but then I'm like, well, who's going to be holding? And it'd probably be the, the third shrink holder or something like that. So it's usually surprising when a different position um, goes into kick. But yeah, it was was pretty cool um, seeing the big running back go back there and a lot of field goal and he kicked a couple of touchbacks too. In an alternate universe, with your skill set, could you kick field goals if you were called upon? Yeah, I could. And um, I won't go into too much detail, but a few weeks ago, 
I actually did at practice um, <laughs> just to, you know, because it's one thing that I really just wanted to add something to the resume to kind of just be able to know that I could do it. So I did kick one in practice and yeah, it was it was one and done because, yeah, Coach Ferentz wasn't too pleased. Oh, he saw but it. it went in. Yeah, when it, it was no, it was in an actual period. Okay. Um, yeah, that was that was quite the quite the experience. Um, I loved it. It was a it was a close range run. It went in. What What are the differences in how the ball strikes your foot um, as kicking oh, a Brian, field? I got no idea. Okay, I'm just like you know what, there it is. I'm going to try and get it through the goals. <laughs> okay. No, there's no technique or anything like that. I would have said to Drew like, "Oh, how many steps should I take back, and how many to the side?" And then I'm just like. Right there, it is. There's the goals. I'm going to put it in. Uh, Rutgers is at home. Has to feel good coming yep. back with a win, and you got two at Kinnick. Uh, what does that mean to you going into the Rutgers game? You know, Rutgers from a special teams point of view, like they're going to bring the heat. It's one of those teams that I feel like they're really flying under the radar. You know, I didn't realize how good they were. They were six and two, and up until last week, I believe, or five and two, head into the Ohio State game and. They did really well against them. I haven't really watched too many of their games. Really, just seen the the special teams film uh, this year, uh, this week. Sorry, from this year. Yeah, they're gonna bring a lot of challenges, special teams and offense and defense. You know, their quarterback's pretty good, so our defense is gonna have to be sound as well as the offense. So yeah, it'll be another another tough game. But every game's tough in the Big Ten, and Iowa fans should be used to that. So another game at home, and now. Dumbass or Durango. Uh, airport edition. There's a theme in this one today. You're coming into this uh, 24 out of 34 after episode 9. And in the Jock to Jock basketball podcast, we're doing a similar type of contest with Patrick McCaffrey. Uh, that is the double-double dumbass. And unfortunately, in his first episode, he got the right schools, but then he had them flipped around. So he's already starting 0-2 on his particular thing. Good. Well, I, I can't talk too much because so did I. I didn't start very well either. Okay. First story. Woman tried to sneak some marijuana past airport security. Checkpoint scanner flagged her groin area. Agents did a pat down and discovered baggies of marijuana tucked inside her adult diaper. The airport is named after the former mayor of the large city across the river. Second story. A woman was arrested after allegedly running onto the tarmac. She was trying to stop a flight from leaving without her. AFP, or federal police, arrested the woman as she was under the plane waving at the pilot to let her on the flight. The airport is named after the capital city and is the ninth busiest airport in the country. Which one's dumbass? Which one's Drongo? Walk me through it. Well, the second one's Drongo because you said AFP, and that's Australian Federal Police. So you let, you let that one go pretty easily there, Brian. Okay. So maybe you're a Drongo for doing that. <laughs> Final answer on that? Yes. Uh, you got two there. Now is the fun Ninth part. busiest airport in the world. Uh, no, let me... no, let me read that again. Oh, sorry, in the, country, in the yes, country. Yes, the airport is named after the capital city and is the ninth busiest airport in the country. This is the Drongo we're talking about. Busiest. Um, mm, that's tough, actually. I'm going to go. You're saying the capital city of the, the state or the country of Australia? This would be... Oh, actually, Australian Federal Place. It's got to be Canberra. In New South Wales. Final answer? 
Yep. Correct. Oh, let's go. To get the fourth point today and go four for four. This one, the airport is named after the former mayor of the large city across the river. No, I need some I need something more than that. I've given you quite a bit on this one. No, I don't mayor and across the river. That could be f- of the apart. large city across the river. I know that you have flown into this airport. The large city across the river. Mm-hmm. For a game or a vacation? Uh, I believe both. Unless the plane was routed differently. I am not made aware of how the Iowa team travels to locations. Oh, well, it's got to be out across the river. Man, this has got me stumped. Um, I've only been to Vegas and San Diego for a vacation. Well, Vegas, you're not going to have the river. No, that's that's out. Yep. But San Diego, no, there's no river. Nope, no river there. So it must have been somewhere where I've played. Uh, it's got to be out east. Okay, keep walking me through Can you it. give me like one one small little clue? Uh, let's see here. Uh, airport starts with the letter L. Well, it's not, is it? No, that's in London, isn't it? LaGuardia or whatever it is. Keep working on that. Is it out in New York way? Final answer? Yeah. Correct. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Is it LaGuardia? LaGuardia, yeah. Yeah, Fiorello LaGuardia was the mayor of New York. Gatwick's in London. Yeah, which would be across the river, correct? Flew into Heathrow when I went there anyway, so I'm not sure. All right, four for four on the dumbass or Drongo today. Which oh, I'm back, baby. Which brings you to 28 out of 38. Hey, what's that? That's not bad. Percentage was about 70 something percent, probably. You didn't tell yeah, me there was going to be math today, was there? Nah. <laughs> Episode nah. 10 of the Jock to Jock podcast, and then we've covered this a couple of times, and the punting is winning shirts. I mean, season's winding down. Uh, this benefits uh, the Count the Kicks program. Where can they find those punting is winning t-shirts? Uh, Ray Gunn online or in store. Would you ever have a Tory Taylor row where just everybody's wearing a punting is winning shirt, or is that something you're like, nah, I don't need that kind of attention? Well, there was about five or six when my family was here, but that's not really a row. When's your dad arrive? Uh, next Thursday, yeah, so nine days away. That's awesome. Which will be nice. Is he going to watch the remainder of this season then? Yeah, he's going to watch the Illinois game, then the Nebraska game, and then hopefully if we make the Big Ten Championship, he'll be there too. That's got to make you feel pretty yeah. good to have him over here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Very excited. Looking forward to seeing him. You're going to take him out to the bars too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Yeah. Tori, thanks for the time on this episode. Absolutely, Brian. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That is the Jock to Jock podcast, sponsored in part by Imon Communications. Experience the Imon difference. As I mentioned earlier in the program, you can also catch the basketball version of the Jock to Jock podcast with Patrick McCaffrey. That releases on Tuesdays, this on Thursdays, wherever you get your podcasts, and on rock108.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! 
Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? 